Hi, my name is Hunter Marston. I'm a PhD student at the Australian National University, where I focus on Myanmar and Southeast Asia, and an associate uh, with the Nine Dash Line. I'm here to talk about events in Myanmar with Evan Laxmana, a senior research fellow with National University of Singapore. Evan, uh, this past week, we saw a verdict against Aung San Suu Kyi, uh, the state councillor, former state councillor in Myanmar, and President Win Myint of the National League for Democracy to uh, two years on charges of violating uh, COVID-19 regulations. Um, at the same time, a week ago, uh, the UN Credentials Committee decided not to recognize the junta-appointed representative uh, from the Myanmar military. So it seems like the situation in Myanmar is completely unresolved and in flux. Uh, do you have any thoughts about the prospects for resolution to the crisis? Yeah, I think the recent events suggest that uh, the goalposts uh, diplomatically has somehow shifted or being presented as being shifted to about recognition who on who to represent Myanmar in international forum, as well as all about Aung San Suu Kyi, when in fact, uh, the key questions today uh, remain the same as six, eight months ago, which is once that there is an ASEAN five-point consensus, what is the blueprint to implement that five-point consensus? Uh, what is the mission mandate? Uh, for the special envoy and whether or not we have a full-time special envoy based uh, in Myanmar rather than having a part-time envoy uh, being uh, the foreign minister of the chair. And at this point, uh, we are no closer uh, to the answer uh, uh, on these issues. A second point, I think, uh, when it comes uh, to where we are from an ASEAN standpoint is the role of the ASEAN chair because the envoy of ASEAN remains the envoy of this of the chair and therefore a lot depends on Hun Sen. Hun Sen I think is trying to strike a balance between uh, securing uh, his own transition um, as well as his legacy uh, but also I think uh, privately some diplomats believe that there is a hint of optimism that Cambodia is willing to persuade uh, Myanmar to work with ASEAN. Now uh, uh, recently uh, uh, we were told that Hun Sen himself might actually uh, uh, come to Myanmar in the hopes of facilitating uh, the implementation of, of the five-point consensus. Uh, but whether or not uh, this will eventually confer legitimacy or bring back Minong Leng uh, to ASEAN meetings, I think remains to be seen. So yes, we are exactly uh, where we were six months ago in terms of the diplomatic entanglements and no resolution inside, but uh, things on the ground have gotten much, much worse. That's right. We're seeing a, a spike in violence uh, from from all sides of the conflict. And I, I think it's important to distinguish that the conflict inside Myanmar is not just two sided, but that there are myriad uh, factions uh, and long term conflicts raging in this, inside the country, including from ethnic armed groups that have been around since the country's independence in the late 1940s. Um, when it comes to Hun Sen, I personally, I'm having a, a difficult time making sense of what to expect in the year ahead. Uh, in the last ASEAN summit, Hun Sen said it's Myanmar's fault that they have no representative uh, at the ASEAN summit due to Minong Hlaing's intransigence. Uh, but more recently, he's promised this trip to Naypyidaw in January, and he's been hinting at ad hoc diplomacy, even saying, let Hun Sen take care of it. Uh, so it seems like he might change things up in the diplomatic approach. Do, do you share the sort of skepticism that I have that Hun Sen could actually end up uh, catering to the regime's interest and uh, sort of overlooking the uh, opposition, the democratic elected government? 
I think senior diplomats in the region would say that Hun Sen might surprise us, and that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, but I see three potential outcomes here from what he might be doing. One, he will simply try to make minor progress on the five-point consensus, and that minor progress could be in terms of actually meeting with Aung San Suu Kyi uh, or, or some uh, symbolic meeting uh, with the opposition, uh, but there's no actual progress on the five-point consensus. Uh, secondly, uh, he might try to present an image of working uh, with Myanmar, uh, but eventually kick the can down the road and let Indonesia handle it as chair in 2023. Or he might really surprise us all and have an actual breakthrough in terms of uh, stopping the violence and starting uh, the process of dialogue. But of course, none of this will be able to be completed under his chairmanship anyway. So I think at best, we can expect him to lay the groundwork a little bit and hopefully uh, not make things worse when Indonesia takes over in 2023. Uh, but I think we still are a bit too early to see uh, which of these three outcomes are more likely. And 2023 will be pivotal uh, because the junta has promised to hold elections then. And with Indonesia as chair, there is a greater likelihood that uh, outside parties will hold the junta to account uh, to implement those elections, right? Yeah. Uh, definitely. And Indonesia still has no idea uh, what to do if the junta insists on the election, which is why I think this year Indonesia will opt to work with Cambodia a lot closer to make sure that there is an easier transition from Cambodia to Indonesia's uh, chairmanship next year in 2023. Right. And with violence raging inside the country still, it seems that uh, both uh, major parties still remain a long ways away from negotiation. Yeah, I think whatever solutions diplomatically we've had has a time clock and the time, uh, the more time we spend uh, figuring out, the more the solutions won't work anymore. Well, nice talking to you, Evan. Thank you. Thanks for having me.